0: Thank you for tuning with us. Um, my name is Chittis Gimire.
1: I'm Détwan Johnson.
0: And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, Setting Our Thoughts Captive, where we look into the news around us and we look at it through a biblical perspectives. And if you are aware, right now we are in the middle of pandemic, Détwan, mm-hmm. Coronavirus. And uh, the world is responding to coronavirus right now. Yep. Right? If you look at politics... Athletes, celebrities, everyone has their own response towards coronavirus. What's your first thought on this?
1: Uh, I guess my first thought is, um, I don't know, it was crazy out here. Uh, but I think within all of this, I think kind of what we want to talk about today, maybe, is just our hope, right? And so, um, even in even in this time and what's going on, there's.
0: It'll hope mm-hmm. um, so yeah. yeah absolutely and I feel like you know when the whole world is responding to something like this as believers we have our own response and our response is a little bit different and like you mentioned it's, it's a response full of hope and which is completely different than a lot of uh, in a way a lot of people are responding right I mean if you look at it people are responding with anxiety mm-hmm. right the toilet papers are gone Right. uh, The moment something hits, like the moment people thought that the the diarrhea might be a case, toilet paper is gone, that the groceries are gone. Yeah. And and sometimes like the pandemic times like this kind of brings the worst out of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it has done. It has revealed that we live in a very anxious world and a lot of people in our country are anxious. Yeah. Yeah. And as believers, it calls us to respond in different manner. And and one of the ways that we respond is people with hope. And what is that hope that we are talking about as Christians?
1: Well, obviously the hope we're talking about is God, right?
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: You know, despite despite what's happening, I guess, it's like no matter whether things are good, whether things are bad, um, our hope is always to be found in Him. Um, And, I mean, ultimately, um, He is the reason for everything. And I, and I, when I, when I think about it, regardless of how good things are or how bad things get, like God is in control. And mm-hmm. I think for me, that's where, that helps me to have hope centered in Christ is like he's in control. Like when we think of the cross, um, a lot of people who, uh, may look at Jesus dying on the cross, they think it was an unfortunate event, mm-hmm. um, that He was powerless, and was, even in the crowd, they, they looked at him like, Well, oh, if you're God, come up off of the cross, right? However, it was his plan, and it's like with everything that's happening, um, God still remains in control mm-hmm. of
0: everything, absolutely. And something like you mentioned, like you know, God's plan is going to be fulfilled, and the pandemic is not going to stop it. His purpose is going to be fulfilled and a pandemic is not going to stop it. And I was just reminded of like, you know, Saul, he knew that King David was going to be God's anointed king. Mm-hmm. But he spent all his life chasing David and trying to kill him. But he could not change God's purpose, yeah. which was to make King David a king of Israel. Right. And oftentimes we try tend to change things and we tend to think that we are in control. And I hope that this last month has made us aware that that life is complicated and it's out of our control sometimes. And we cannot control a lot of things around us.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I think one of the things you, you said is, um, you know, when we try to control things, it, it, there's like this, it comes from a, a, a dark place within us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, it's almost like taking God off of, uh, off of his throne and, placing ourselves there. Absolutely. Um, It's like, oh, I wanna control this. Like, I think you mentioned stuff about like, oh, retirement and, you know, let me follow this practice uh, for raising our children. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, obviously plan for retirement, Mm -hmm. teach your children the the things that they should know and all of these things, but, you know, still keep God first. Um, And I think that has been a test, not just myself but for a lot of people like when we find ourselves in this it's like uh, the the temptation is mm-hmm. to okay what can I do to protect myself Yeah. Um, and to a certain extent yeah you want to do that you want to try to protect yourself mm-hmm. and protect your family and do what what you can right but have that still in the proper place to say uh, remembering God your will be done um, you're in control and mm-hmm. whatever you have for me to walk through, uh, that's what I will do. I will walk through it. Because his his purpose and plan for everything. One is for him to be glorified, yeah. Um, for the gospel to go forth, and for us to become more like
0: Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the that's the passage in James Four where he talks about the planning and what is man and man is a vapor, and that passes James is not saying that you know planning in itself is wrong right. but what the the mistake on that planner in that particular passage what the mistake was was that they were planning without engaging with God without really depending upon God there was no God mentioned in their plan their plan was to go and make wealth and prosper mm. and that's what James was calling against. like plan but plan With engaging with God plan by submitting it to God understanding that his purpose is the one that is fulfilled and his purpose like you said Is is for his glory his purpose is for us to be more like Christ Mm -hmm. Right
1: yeah that reminds me of another story in the Gospels where um, Where it talks about the man Gathering all of these things and storing things up in his barns um, And um, having his barn filled with all of these things but uh, in the story, it talks about how uh, he's a fool because he's going to die, mm-hmm. you know, and not remembering one that even though he he gathered all these things, he won't he won't even be able to enjoy all these things. Yeah, uh, because it's the end. His time yeah. is up, you know. So, again, it's I guess like remembering hope, like don't hope, put your hope in things um, or the, you know, the medical system, like, yeah, you can hope that things are okay, but not let that be where you're looking for, I guess, your sense of uh, relief or salvation, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That should not be the source of our joy or source of our salvation. And if that has been the source of our joy and salvation, then maybe this last few weeks has been full of anxiety for you. And that's when you need to take it out of there, those areas and put your source of joy and salvation in Christ.
1: So let me ask, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Was, there, was there like any point uh, where you were kind of concerned about something that, you know?
0: Absolutely. And uh, uh, for me, one of the most anxious points of my life was when I graduated from undergrad. And it was, it was a big day, right? I'm, I'm graduating, but then I'm like, now what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do now? I don't have any classes to go to. I don't have a uh, next semester to look forward to. And I was, I was very anxious about what my future is going to be like. I think,
1: I think every person that graduates from college, <laughs> unless they have a job lined up, that's, that's what they're right anxious about. But like, what about right now, like hmm. in the pandemic? Like, has there been anything where you were concerned and you're like, whoa, whoa, let me, let me fix this and put this back in the right perspective?
0: Right, I think, I think for me, because I'm in a place where I am a little bit more mature spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not more anxious about the fact that it's gonna kill me, but I'm more anxious for others. Mm. So I'm more anxious for my parents. I'm more anxious for my grandparents that are in Nepal and obviously like nepal does not have the same medical advancement as we have over here so i'm a little bit more anxious for them Mm -hmm. and i want them to be protected and again like i want i want to do everything in my control to help them in that aspect although i don't have a lot i can do Mm -hmm. so that makes me that gives me a little bit more anxiety in that aspect
1: so then so how did you like how did you deal How do you? you
0: Yeah, I mean, for me is is first thing is like the opposite of anxiety is prayer, right? So so resting upon God and taking my anxiety to him, knowing that when we truly go to him with our prayers and our anxiety, he cares for us enough to hear us and respond to it. And the second thing is also with my parents, at least to understand, uh, understanding that they are saved Mm -hmm. and their eternity is secured. And, and a pandemic cannot change that, mm-hmm. right? A pandemic can change our situation, our circumstance, but it cannot change our eternity, especially if you're in Christ, yeah. right? And so yeah. knowing that gives me hope, knowing that gives me uh, gives me the strength to endure through these times. So do you know
1: anyone that's had the virus?
0: I do know um, right now, like... Uh, one of my friends that I hang out with here, he's in Grand Blank, He has COVID. He has been diagnosed with COVID, but he's in great spirit. And he he gives me encouragement because he knows that, you know, if he's if COVID does take his life, then then like he mentions from the Book of Philippians, it is far better mm-hmm. because he's going to be with Christ. Yeah. Yeah. What about you?
1: Yeah. Um, so my mom, had it Um, my uncle was in the hospital for like a week with um, with it and he he's uh, he's gotten better he's been released from the hospital so that's a good Mm. thing Um, my mom she had it and uh, she's gotten better and um, she's actually back to work now oh wow Um, so but obviously she did her quarantine
0: right (laughs)
1: Um, so she's better and you know, the thing that encouraged me with my mom uh, was her response to, yeah. you know, similar to your friend. Uh, she said, you know, even even with this, like, like she's gonna trust God. Mm. You know, so whether it takes her life or or not, yeah, like her hope and trust is in Him, and um, it you know, it's really ultimately still praising God in the bad situation. Yeah. And I think that's one of the other ways we find hope, um, right? A- and dealing with anxiety, like in Philippians, uh, when it talks about um, when it talks about um, don't be anxious, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other part to that is um, supplication and in thanks, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think another another way in terms of hoping and God and, and dealing with the exile, right. of Prayer is giving praise
0: mm-hmm. and thanks to God. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we are anxious because we do not remind ourselves of all the wonderful works of God in our lives, so we are not thankful to Him. Right? When you're not in that attitude of thankfulness, you're in the attitude of grumbleness, mm-hmm. right? And people start grumbling and complaining. But there's so much we can be thankful for, right. and absolutely. And I, I just want to remind you. Uh, us of like uh the, this is not the only pandemic that we have gone through there have been pandemics in the past and, and there have been christians around in the past that have responded to right? Talk about it, right right? and one of my favorite preacher that i love listening to and i love reading about and i've read his biography is charles spurgeon uh you've heard of charles spurgeon and if you is he was known as the prince of preachers well he was a, pre- a pastor of a church in england and he pastored a church when there was a pandemic going around in England, and it was called cholera. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, with the medical advancement today, cholera is not as big of an issue right now. But back then, it was there, was there. was no medicine around, and cholera was a worldwide pandemic. And at that time, Charles Spurgeon, the many people looked into Charles Spurgeon for his response. And I want to read a sentence from him. He says, "Fear to die? Thank God, I do not have that." The cholera may come again next summer. I pray that it may not. But if it does, it matters not to me. I will toil and visit the sick by night and by day until I drop. And if it takes me, I love this next sentence. Sudden death is sudden glory. Now let's let's reflect upon that. Sudden death is sudden glory. And I feel like Paul would say for me to live is Christ, for me to die is gain. Why is it such a sudden glory for us believers? Because we're with Him. Yeah. I mean, for Paul, he says, everything that I do in life is for Christ. And the moment I die, I will get to be with Christ. And we get to be with Him for eternity. Right? And and then, then, like I think uh, Pastor Corey also mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the greatest pandemic the world has is sin. And this is the worst that going to get for us right? In heaven, we will get to be with our Savior for eternity, and we get to glorify Him for eternity. And that's why there are people like Paul who are in the middle of a jail, and they can say, for me to leave is Christ, for me to die is gain. There are people like Charles Spurgeon, who is in the middle of his whole pandemic of cholera, who is able to say, sudden death is sudden glory, right? And there are people like Detwan's mom, who's in the middle of COVID, whose response is thanksgiving and praises to God. There's so much hope. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think, I think, too, um, you know, every, the thing is, like, is no matter what happens, right? And things, we could, if we are truly in Christ, like, all things, right? Everything works together for the good, for those that love Him and are called according to His purpose. Like, so even the, even the bad things that happens, God can take those things mm. and make good things out of it. You know. And we may we may not necessarily like going through the process of mm-hmm. it, um, but in the end, He will get the glory. And you know, I think one of the things when bad things happens, like as a as a Christian, like ultimately it it ends up bringing us closer to Christ because mm-hmm. it's like we're. It's not in our control. I've tried to have control. I mean i yeah. now see that I need to relinquish any control right. that I tried to have and then it's like you get to a point where it's like out of desperation um, Like there's nothing I can do. Yeah, and so I just you know I put my trust where it should be and it should have been there the whole time, right? Uh, but you know a lot of times just in our Christian walk I think I, I, Everyone is guilty of this we get to places where because things are good, we kind of get a little slack, mm-hmm. you know, and then something comes along that That's you know knocks us upside the head and yeah. th- that reminds us like oh uh, I need to Refocus yeah, uh, and it's like whenever you know, it's like when you're on the mountaintop. It's like oh things are good And you don't do things mm-hmm. like you should but when you're in the valley, it's like oh things are scary mm-hmm. I need, I need God. and I think with this pandemic, a lot of people's prayer lives have um, grown, mm-hmm. I think, um, just in a lot of different areas. Uh, there there has been some good that yeah. has come out of it. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, one of the things, too, when you talked about James, that, that came to my mind was um, in the beginning of mm-hmm. James, uh, in the fourth chapter, when it and it's like uh, you guys are asking for these things and you don't have it because mm-hmm. you're trying to consume it, um, you know, for your own reasons and your own lust. But in verse four, it says, you adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship with the world is an enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And I, the reason why I bring that verse up is because there are a lot of times we have our focus on things that are earthly. And we want those things uh, for our own gratification mm-hmm. um, when really we should seek first the kingdom of God and our our desire be his like um, not our own desires but mm-hmm. his desires and I think some of this is helping with that um, to relinquish and let go of those things that are earthly mm-hmm. and focus more on those things that are
0: yeah that are eternal yeah right absolutely and may may this few uh, weeks and months of, of gap of social distancing may this help you in your spiritual growth too use this time to grow in your prayer life use this time to be in God's word set your minds on things above so that you're not anxious about things that is happening down here and 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 you know as we respond to a pandemic like this, I feel like God's word is the only place where we can find the comfort and peace that we are looking for, that the world is looking for. And like you mentioned, like all things working together for good. You know, I mean, we may not see it right now in the middle of pandemic, but we know we can trust God that all things are working together for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. I also love in James 1 where he says, I you know, consider it joy. Because all things are working together for good. Consider your joy when you are in the middle of trial. Because that trial is an opportunity for you to grow in faith. And oftentimes God allows these trials in our life so that we can grow in faith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So today, the verse of the day. Every I think we should change it. We should change what? I
1: think
0: we should change the verse. We should change the verse. Right? What What verse do you want to change? We this? should do Colossians 3. Colossians 3. What verse is that? Uh, verse, uh, verses one, um, verses one through two. Verses one and two. So All right. I, actually, one through three. One two three. <laughs> or one <through> 4. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is Colossians three. All right. So the verse of the day today, we want to go to Colossians three chapter. Uh, sorry, the verse of the day today, we're gonna go to Colossians chapter three, verse one to four. Uh, this one, do you want to read that?
1: Yeah. Um, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are, that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in
0: glory. Mm. I love it. I love it how like this verse uh, gives us a game plan for us right now. Mm-hmm. Set your minds on things above. And it also gives us the hope that we are awaiting for Christ to be with us so that we can be with Him in glory, in His full glory. Amen. Amen that that may that encourage you this week you know set your minds on things that are above what are the things that are above i mean it's prayer is how you communicate with god It's god's word when you're in god's word that's how god communicates with you that's what holy spirit uses to talk to you and then you will start to hope on things that are eternal not on things that are temporary Right, yeah, and, absolutely. and that's you, what you were starting to preach right there. <laughs> Yeah, I know I was about to <laughs> preach Colossians, but no, this is us conversation. <laughs> but any last thought, that one? No, nope. yeah, all right. So we will be back uh, next week uh, with a similar topic, and uh, next week we're going to move on to a different topic. Um, tune in with us every Friday, setting our thoughts captive every Friday at 6